This is episode 72 of the Thunder Underground podcast. My name is Trent, and as always, I'm joined by Jason. Hey, hey, what do you know? I know that I wished it was 72 degrees outside. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's about 20 degrees hotter than that. Yeah, with the wind, or wind chill, with the uh, heat indexed. Wind chill, yeah, okay, Trent. (laughs) With the heat index 20 degrees hotter than that. Well, you know what you should do? You should take a picture of your thermometer and post it on Facebook. I was just about to ask. I so, wish someone would do that so I knew yeah, I know. that it was hot. Because I'm not sure. I'm not sure. You know, I, I, I haven't <clears> seen that today on Facebook yet, surprisingly. Yeah, I know. So I was wondering, ah. is it really hot? No one on my friends list has told me. Yeah, well, hey, you know, the day's not over yet. True. I'll wait for yours here in a little bit. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, you know, and you know, we're in episode 72. If if we were virgins, we'd be the number of virgins that, like, you know, terrorists would get when they sacrifice themselves to kill people. So do you think we just offended an entire culture? I don't know if anyone's listening to our podcast that would get offended by that, though. No, because the only people that we offended were terrorists, so <laughs> well, fuck go. them. There you go. You know? Yeah, uh, true. <laughs> again, in a, in a mayhem way. <laughs> fuck them! Who's they? Fuck them! That's right, that's right. By the way, go watch <laughs> yeah. the documentary Metal, A Headbanger's Journey that came out like 10 years ago. There's a, The whole thing's riddled with great stuff, but there's an interview with two of the guys from Mayhem, and it's one of the greatest interviews I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, they're pretty inebriated. Yeah. Yeah. And they're black metal, so they don't give a fuck in the first place. Right. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> big ups to Mayhem. <laughs> well, first off, our last episode was Chris Broderick. Yes. From Act of Defiance and, of course, formerly of Megadeth. A quote from that got picked up by Blabbermouth, and so we got a decent amount of listens from that, and we appreciate anyone that listened to that. And if you're listening now because of that, thank you as well. It's thethunderunderground.com. You can find all our previous episodes and everything. And also, I just wanted to comment, do you ever read the comments on blabbermouth articles <laughs> no I, I i don't we've talked about this many times and, i know and, you don't that's why I asked. And it's funny it's like it's not because it was never because i don't want to read all these fucking geeks and nerds or whatever because i don't know i just would read a story and just keep moving right so a lot of times i forget that they even have comments yeah but you know that that, that we had a you know that we got this picked up i read a couple and i just I know I got maybe two in and just uh, I just scrolled through because I don't <laughs> I don't deal on that shit so hey you know it's not a big deal. Well, over half the comments on Blabbermouth articles are people that just wait for the article to pop up so they can you know complain about something no oh, matter totally. what it is. Yeah, trolls I guess would be the word. But the other half, well, of those you know are people that are seriously bitching about it yeah. and then there's always a few people trying to defend whatever the subject is and the few people that are defending are usually the people that actually read the damn story yeah you know yeah, usually exactly. it's people because blabbermouth is one of those sites that's great about wording stuff in their headlines that are is a little misleading to get you yeah. to click on it which hey, i guess that's what you got to do in this day and age but anyway the project thing i thought was funny because a lot of people were saying you know screw him what does he know and they're taking it completely out of context because basically he was just saying that because now he's in a band where he's in control yeah. and writing the music. Yeah. Whereas before he wasn't talking bad about Megadeth. He was just saying he didn't really have the option of his voice was being heard, but not enough to where he had control over writing a complete song, basically. That's right. That's right. So there you go. Yeah. I mean, and I don't know if, and that's the thing, you know, if that's your thing, if you want to be a hired gun, that's great. But, you know, 
you want to branch out, you want to do your own thing. And there's nothing wrong with, uh, <clears throat> there's nothing wrong with that. And it's like, you know, we talked about the other night, uh, this is Megadeth, you know, that, that there's a propensity for that to happen, you know, and, and it's, it's not always going to be the same, right? You know, nothing gold can stay. It's, it's the Dave Mustaine show. And so, you know, uh, <clears throat> So you got to know going in that you're not going to get, you know, and the fans need to know. It'd be nice to have the same guys, but it's you know kind of like White Snake or something. It's always it's always evolving and stuff. It's ever changing. Right. So I mean, it doesn't bother me when somebody leaves or whatever. I mean, it's just you kind of expect it. You right. Know? Yeah. And uh, you know, and I'm <clears throat> I'm thankful enough to be able. I'm grateful that I am cognizant enough to realize that and I'm not some fuckweed in my grandma's basement on the screen. <laughs> right. So that's a fortunate thing. and coming back docking oh yeah yep has confirmed that they're gonna do a reunion with the four original members in japan only six shows mm -hmm. and this is one of those things that a lot of people was you know saying like they would say with guns and roses or something where it's never gonna happen and you know all this is always gonna happen <clears throat> yeah you know it doesn't matter how much george lynch doesn't like don docking or the vice versa they're still going to get on stage because they know that the two guys together is going to draw at least twice as many people as Dawkins drawn without George Lynch on stage. Exactly. And I've never been massive fan of Dawkins. I've always liked. Him. I'm I'm a bigger fan of George Lynch than I am Dawkins. Yeah. I've always followed yeah, followed anything that. he's done. I've always liked Lynch Mob more than I like Dawkins, but I've loved Dawkins as well. So it'd be cool to see. But I mean, I'm not going to be. My feelings aren't going to be hurt if. It truly doesn't come to America like yeah. he said. It's not gonna. Yeah. But I still think that <clears throat> maybe not now, but give it a couple of years, they'll be playing Sweden Rock, and then they'll be playing mm -hmm. M three or something. So, oh yeah, I mean you know they see all the zeros at the end of that check, they'll be like, oh yeah. maybe we could do you know a US <laughs> run or whatever. And uh, I mean, and now you know I think you know every band is reunited. It seems like. And I think that now, for bands that haven't, they just got to look at Guns N' Roses. Yeah. You know, if these fuckers can do it, anybody can. Yeah. You know? So, <clears throat> Jack Russell, Great White, hello. <laughs> you know? I mean, or anybody that you're wanting to get back together, you've got to think it's it's got to happen eventually. Stephen I mean, Pearson. Yeah, uh, Skid Row. Yeah. yeah, I mean, God, if again, if Guns did it, anybody can, you know. Yeah, I figure. I mean, I don't know. What do you think? Oh, I agree. Yeah, yeah. with Dawkins that I really liked was that. Well, you know, when this first kind of broke, Mick Brown made the comment yeah. about it's doing it for the wrong reasons. Yeah, which was funny in itself. But then, when this was confirmed in the last couple of days by Don Dawkins. Did you read the long statement that he had made to whoever no, the didn't. interview he was doing? He was all, it was basically the same thing as Mick Brown. It was all just like, 
this is how it's presented, you know, and I said I'd do it if it was a one with this many zeros behind it. And finally someone said, here's a check with a one with this many zeros behind it. And, you know, and we're just like, we're happy doing our thing. I like my current lineup. And, you know, he had to get in a dig at George by saying, George is happy playing bars with Lynch Mob. You know, but everybody wants to make more money in a week in Japan than will any of us will make in three or four years not together. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like, well, hey, well, at least he's honest. Yeah. I mean, but is Dawkin playing any better places than George Lynch, though? Well, I'm sure they're they're always going to draw more than Lynch Mob well, just because so. of the name. Yeah. But it's probably not much more. A few hundred, maybe. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, it's just like Skid Row and Sebastian Bach, you know, they can survive without each other, but they need each other. Yeah. To be yeah. a legitimate draw again, you know. That's right. Hey, yeah. it's hey, it's true. We're not saying it's you know, it's right, but it's true. Hey, and I've said it before, I'll say it again. If you want to hear the best docking album ever, go listen to Wicked Sensation. It came out in nineteen ninety. <laughs> it's under the name Lynch Mob. You can find it. Oh, and if you want to hear the docking song sound really good, go pull up Lynch Mob's Re Revolution with Robert Mason singing docking songs. Uh-oh. There you go. You've thrown down the gauntlet. Oh, anyway. Hey. You know. <laughs> well, speaking of good time 80s rock, there's a band called Five Star Hooker. Yeah. We talked about them a few weeks ago because you caught them at Rocklahoma. Yeah, I sure did. They threw down. They threw down. Yeah. Go back, listen to the Rocklahoma review, hear what we said about them then, and we're bringing them back up right now because we're going to play them. Yes. And I figure that if you have a band called Five Star Hooker, you have got to have a song called Five Star Hooker because you don't want to waste that opportunity. No, no, you don't. Right. You want to use that all you can. <laughs> yeah. So, that being said, here's Five Star Hooker with the song Five Star Hooker.
Five Star Hooker with the song Five Star Hooker, straight out of Florida. This is a relatively new band comprised of guys that have been doing this for a long time. Yeah. And you can tell they've been doing it a long time. Professional sounding. It's got that great party 80s feel, but it, it still sounds fresh. <clears throat> it sounds fresh. It doesn't sound, you know, no. dated or anything. Yeah. And they do a good job of what they're trying to do. They're talking about five star hookers. That's right. That's yeah. right. And just kick ass, man. I mean, what else can you say? Yeah, I mean, you know, <clears throat> Five Star Hooker, the band, the song, and that's actually the nickname I give my right hand. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But anyways, what I, what I dig is this is one of those songs where, I mean, that riff comes in and it's just got that, it just gives you that feeling like, oh shit, we're it's the weekend and we're about to go out. And you can just kind of see the car going down the highway at dusk, yeah, you know, exactly. like towards the city. Yeah. And I mean, it just really sets that tone. And, and it the really... video pans in on the rearview mirror when <clears throat> the singer starts singing. Anyway. So. Well, I mean, it's just, it sets that tone and, and it really paints a picture and it it makes you feel good and it makes you feel like, you know, you can uh, conquer the world. And uh, this is just good shit. And it's fun. It's not overthought. <clears throat> it just kicks ass, you know. Yeah, and it's once he starts singing, he talks about it being Friday night. Ex- exactly, yeah. and then exactly. he talks about the woman. You know, it's it's everything that made that era of rock and roll great. And there is nothing wrong with that. It is just yeah. it's a great feeling. It really is. And there's two there's two solos in it. They kick ass, and he's vo- I love the vocals because you know I I love all kinds of vocals, and I yeah. love you know really clean you know the high stuff from that era whether it be glam or thrash or anything but i also love this type of stuff where it's more gritty and rough yeah you know like kevin debro or <clears throat> jizzy pearl or john Cravey, yeah or little, stephen piercy a little nastier yeah yeah it's got that grit to it <clears throat> it's a little dirty but it's also well under control and you can tell it's a great voice yeah yeah i mean this isn't this isn't Firehouse here. <laughs> and I love Firehouse, but right. I, I know exactly the wavelength you're on, and I get it. Totally. Yeah. 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 Well, check these guys out. You can find them on Facebook. Just type in the number five, Star Hooker. And That's they're right. on Reverb Nation. They've got that and another song called Crash the Party on there, which is good. So definitely check these guys out and see what they're up to. Speaking of old school, Death Angel has a new album out. Yeah, they do. And... This actually came out a little over a month ago, I think, or right about a month ago. And, you know, we've been talking about so much other stuff, we haven't got to it yet. Yeah. But Death Angel is one of those bands that throughout the years I've always loved them, but I've never got, like, diehard about them. Yeah. But every time they come out with something new, I check it out and I get reacquainted and I'm like, why wasn't I listening to these guys last week? You know? Yeah, exactly. Continue like that, and this new album's no different. It's just <clears throat> unbelievable. It's like one of those albums that literally you can say is one of the best metal albums of the year, and the year is not even halfway through yet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, this will be in some lists. I mean, I, you know, I I'm the first to admit. I mean, I've I never really, you know, back when they came out, and you know, now <clears throat> they kind of fell through the cracks with me, and that's nothing on them. It's just, you know, I was listening to so much stuff, and um, <clears throat> I think, you know, I, I kind of always thought they were more death metal. I don't know. 
you know, because guys, I remember guys in high school would, would talk about him in the same, you know, the same vein as like obituary and cannibal corpse and stuff. So I just kind of thought they were that thing. And it just, you know, ignorance on my part. And, you know, uh, these last few years, uh, you know, I, I've kind of just delved back into it and got reeducated. And there's some great stuff, you know. Uh, they're Bay Area. <clears throat> they're kind of the second wave of, you know, after, after Metallica and Exodus and all that stuff. They're kind of in there with like Machine Head and stuff, that wave of Bay Area th- stuff, I'm pretty sure. Uh, you know, if not, someone correct me. Well, they were out before that. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. See, that's, <laughs> you know, I admit I, I, I'm, I'm kind of new to this, so it's all good. <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> You know, I know you've seen them live already. I haven't seen them live. Yeah. You went and saw them live and said it was pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. And, and this this album is just insane, you know. Yeah, it's... I'm going to make a statement which might sound a little over the top, but I can explain myself. Okay. I think the Death Angel is probably the most underrated thrash band of all time. I can see that. And I can say that because even though people will say, well, what about Testament or Overkill? I love both those bands, and actually I like them longer than I like Death Angel. Yeah. But everybody knows Testament, mm-hmm. and everybody knows Overkill, whether yeah. they were ever as big as the big four band or not. Yeah. Death Angel's the, one of those bands that always just kind of slid under there, you know, and even some people that might know Testament might not have known Death Angel. Yeah, know? true, true. And <clears throat> they've, I was talking the other night, Whenever I was hanging out with Jason Carroll, we were talking about Death Angel, and I said I always kind of thought it was weird that why why haven't these bands done a tour? You know, there was the Big Four thing. Yeah. Why haven't they done like the other four tour with headlined by Testament and Overkill and then Death Angel and Exodus? Yeah, no kidding. But anyway, That'd be a good one. Yeah. But we're lucky <clears throat> enough that they are opening for Slayer yes. and Anthrax, so that's going to be phenomenal to see these guys. I mean, sure, it's going to be a short set, but... We're going to be there. They'll go out there before Anthrax and Slayer and hold their own. I've yeah. seen them live before, so I can say that. Yeah. And, you know, this, this like you said, this whole album's just great from start to finish. Starts off with the Moth, and it's yeah. just like from there on. Yeah. <clears throat> Dude, I Love Lost. Uh, Father Lies was badass. Yeah. Uh, the Hatred United, United Hate, that really grabbed me. Uh, the song, the first time I listened to it, the song It Can't Be This just like jumped out instantly. Yeah. And, like, I listened to it a second time before I even listened to the next song. Yeah. And another thing I always dug about the band, well, the vocals especially, was that a lot of songs he'll weave, how do I say this without it sounding dumb, like, he'll weave his vocals into, like, the guitar parts somehow. Yeah. Like, where a lot of people would just, you know, sing the verse where it goes along with the guitar, his somehow sounds like it fits in between parts, <laughs> if that makes sense at all. I don't know. But hey, just go it makes listen. Total sense. Yeah, just go listen to the moth, and you can probably tell what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's a great, great record. It's called the Evil Divide. Yeah. And uh, fun fact, you know, I I can always do this. Bring it back to Metallica. <laughs> uh, at their their 30th anniversary shows in 2011, Death Angel opened a couple of those. Oh so, yeah. There you go. Fun fact. There you go. Those ones that were uh, at the Fillmore. Yeah, yeah. With all the special guests. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Well, yeah, check it out. It's on, it's Death Angel, so you can find it anywhere you look. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, 
Just like D E A T, and then you should just like finish it out. <laughs> death Angel. <laughs> well, no, you might get Chuck Schulner's death. You know? <laughs> well, true, true. <laughs> but uh, also, just a little thing I want to throw at you if we're talking about thrash and like old school, just raw sounding thrash. Uh, Nervosa also has a new album out. I oh, just right. want to like, I know you probably haven't heard it. I just want to put a little blurb in there. It's badass. Uh, <clears throat> these girls are from Brazil and, uh, they just, it's just unrelenting. It just starts at like 200 miles an hour and <laughs> goes the whole 10 songs, 11 songs. I mean, uh, if you like that kind of <clears throat> stuff like municipal waste and toxic holocaust, I mean, this stuff is amazing. So, Nervosa, check them out. Hey, I love Brazilian women and I love thrash. Yeah. So this is like amazing exactly. combination, yeah. right? Yeah, the new album's <laughs> called Agony and it's just badass. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. Well, another thing to point out off of that real quick is that I think, unless I just kind of missed it over the late 90s and early 2000s, it seems like thrash has kind of made a comeback. Yeah. You know, not just... You know, excluding the obvious four bands. Yeah, exactly. Or three bands. You don't really say Metallica's thrash now, but, you know, excluding the obvious ones. Yeah. And even Testament, you know, because they'll always have their name out there. Um, you know, you've got these bands, but then you got Death Angel, obviously, like we just talked about, still doing it. And then you've got, like you said, Nervosa and Municipal Waste and Toxic Holocaust and Insight Now and Battlecross. And, yeah, yeah. You know, there's, I'm sure there's, Lynch King, I think, is one of them. There, there's all these bands out there that, you know, have, have made a name for themselves from all over the, not just America, from all over the country. Yeah. I mean, all over the world, sorry. And it's kind of cool. That even though it's not, like, in the forefront in the mainstream, it's like a big genre again, I think. So. And, and you know, that's what we need to remember. This isn't just four bands. You know, there's, you know, the, the usual four. Yeah. I mean, there is a, there's a whole world out there, and we can't forget it. Oh, yeah. Well, when speaking of that world, there's a band out of Arkansas. That's right. That has some thrash elements to them, and they're called Agents of Chaos, and we're going to play them for you right now. Hell yes. Let's just get right into this. This is called The Crusaders. A crusader is a fighter. A crusader is entirely different. A crusader is a champion. A crusader is a reformer. A crusader is a fighter vigorously for political, social, and religious change. Resourceful and resilient, they are entirely different. we 
That was the Crusaders from Agents of Chaos out of Harrison, Arkansas. These guys recently played Rocklahoma. Yes, they did. On the GA Rock stage. And they are now part of the DMG Productions family. Okay. Which is managed by Chris Taylor. Yeah. Of course, we've talked about uh, Crane Technique before. And they're part of that. So, wanted to throw that in. But anyway, these guys, you know, have that cool kind of thrash guitar. You know, great solo. Yeah, that was an insane solo. Yeah. The vocals kind of set this apart because it's not your typical, you know, kind of thrash sound. You know, with thrash vocals, you get what you get from like, you know, it's either real high pitched or real kind of gruff. You know, you get like the, you know, the Bobby from Overkill kind of gruffness, which is more along. Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, which is more along the wavelength that this goes, but this goes to another level where it's almost into the black metalish rain. Yeah, this guy could be in yeah. a black metal band. I mean, and that's yeah. not a bad thing. It's just what, you know, kind of what his voice brings. Yeah. And you know, melding that with a different sounds always cool. You know, we've talked about that many times whenever you can marry sounds like that and it, you know, it comes across cool when I this is one of those bands I imagine, you know, we didn't get the chance to see them live at Rocklahoma, so I imagine when you see them live that it's probably even more intense oh, and yeah. this recording comes off and it's just one of those bands I'm really looking forward to getting a chance to see sometime soon. Yeah, definitely. It's pretty brutal. Yeah. And well, speaking of them and DMG Productions, there's the show in uh, Fort Smith, Arkansas on July 29th that Agents of Chaos is playing. And they're going to be joined by Reliance Code. Nice. Who we've talked about many a couple of times and played before. And they've got a you know a killer heavy rock sound. And then there's also a band called Desperate Measures. Okay. And then the next night... Another DMG Productions show at the same place, Shooters in Fort Smith, is going to be our good buddies in Severmind. Oh, yes. Got to love those guys. And, of course, our good friends in the W Adore. Of course. And they're joined by Vague Vendetta out of Arkansas and Switchbok out of Arkansas. That's going to be a killer lineup, man. Yeah. It's going to be a great show. I mean, that show the night before, two killer nights of badass heavy music brought to you by DMG Productions. And guess what? Both nights are free. Well, then, hell, I mean, you have no excuse. Yeah. None whatsoever. Right. Yeah, if you're anywhere in the area, I mean, we're, what, an hour and 40 minutes or so from Fort Smith. Yeah. I mean, that's nothing whenever you've got a great, great lineup of bands like this, so. And it's free. Yeah. Even if not, you know, five, ten bucks for something like this oh, is a steal. Worth it. Yeah, you yeah. got to support. Yeah. So get out there. Anytime you get a chance to see any band, not just these bands I mentioned, get out there and check them out. Yeah. But unless it's like crazy town, then just don't go. Right. Okay. Funny you bring that up. Remember, he's um, they're coming to Oklahoma City in October, and last I checked, you already had a ticket. Me? Yeah, for Shifty Shell Shock. No, I didn't have a ticket. <laughs> That's you. I think they're probably opening for what Bone Asty or something. <laughs> well, fucker. If that was true, I would be there. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> if Bone Asty was in the state or in the tri-state area, I would be there. Along with Denaro. <laughs> well, we got off on a tangent. Oh, shit. I'm going to come back to that. But oh, shit. Let me, let me point this out. Agents of Chaos, that's with a Z instead of an S and a K instead of a C. So look them up. They're on Facebook. They're on Reverb Nation. K-H. Yeah. Well, that's what I said instead of a C, because Chaos is C-H. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> so Agents, Long day. Z at the end, and Chaos, K at the beginning. Check them out. Okay, I'm coming back. You mentioned Denaro. Oh, shit. <laughs> and the other night we were hanging out on the porch, 
and you said, hey, we got to play some tomorrow. That's right, I did. And we did it. And all the memories came rushing back. Didn't they? Yeah. I mean, so how was that? Now you're looking back on it. How do you feel having heard that after 25 years? It felt great. Or and 23 I'll t- and years. And I'll tell sorry. you what, funny enough, <laughs> is, okay, if you didn't, just in case you didn't know, which you probably don't, Denaro is this band that opened up for Extreme and Enough's Enough at Mohawk Park in like goddamn 1993 or something. Right. And they were kind of that tail end of the glam thing. And uh, they had a song called It's All Right that was like super catchy and all this kind of stuff. And oddly sounded like <laughs> yeah, Simple was, Minds instead of... Yeah, it so, yeah exactly. <laughs> instead Simple of Minds instead band. of a fucking hair band. Yeah. <laughs> and... Um, I really liked it, and I went to Starship and got the CD, and I'm probably, like, the only person in this even fucking region that bought the CD, and I don't know what happened to it, but <laughs> I just thought about it the other night, and we played it, and I fucking listened to that goddamn song today at work, <laughs> just so you know. So, I mean, thank God for YouTube, and it was amazing. So you're glad that it's back in your life? Uh, very glad, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel worth something again. Yeah. Yeah, we actually went out there to Starship when they were, because they were out there signing yes, and meeting right. meeting people before that show. Uh-huh. And I remember, you know, hey, we were 16, so we thought it was awesome that even though it was a, you know, whatever you call it, a third level <laughs> glam band, you know. Well, I didn't say third level. There's no, I just said they, they were out wave. at the How tail end of that. How about that third wave? A little bit levels on stuff because they were good. <laughs> no, third wave. How about okay, that? Okay, third wave. Yeah. You're trying to be all mean and shit. No, okay? I'm, not. I'm trying to be. All right. I'm trying to say we went out there, we're 16, and we <laughs> thought this band's on the radio, so it's amazing that we're meeting them. Yeah, you know? exactly. But anyway, so I'm glad that, you know, Denaro is back in your life. Yeah. Now, if you just get Bo Nasty in your life. No, that'll never happen. Good. Keep dreaming, fucker. Paradise. Paradise in the sand, baby. No, no, no love potion number nine for me. <laughs> hey, you remembered. Because you shoved it down my throat for the last 25 <laughs> fucking years. Dirty but well-dressed. Oh, God. You next can, next subject. You can thank Lonnie Walters for my love of bonus. Next topic. Okay. <laughs> well, speaking of this kind of stuff that we've, you know, this era of music, you know, we've compared Micah to this era a couple of times. Mm-hmm. They also have the pop punk and the 70s glam sound to them. We had Devin Micah on the show a few weeks ago. It's an excellent one. If you've missed it, please go back and check it out. She's an open book. And as she claims, she spills her guts and says lots of dramatic things, which it's really not too dramatic. It's just good stuff. Yeah. And she's awesome. Yeah. She's totally awesome. Great girl. I'm bringing this back up because they just announced in the last few days that they're going to be on the Monsters of Rock West cruise. Nice. And I just want to throw that out there because that's a pretty big deal, I think. That's a great opportunity for them. When is that? That's actually, I think that's, I didn't write it down. It's it's either the one in October or the one next February. I think it's the one in October because I think the one that always happens in the February or March is the one on the East Coast, the big one. I see. And then they do a West Coast one now, which goes down California and Mexico. Yeah. So we'll we'll see them in September before they go on this. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. And that's the other thing. She's hitting up all these festivals with this era of bands and now getting on the cruises. And she's got a real crossover sound. Yeah. So it's kind of cool that she could do that and then go off and play with, you know, a punk band or yeah. a, a pop band even or anything. So they've 
they've, I think they've really got a great future ahead of them because of that diversity. So yeah, they do. Yeah, props I mean, to them. We're glad that they're getting these chances. You know. Yeah, the doors just keep opening. Yeah. Well, next major subject here, I think, is Bill Ward. Mm-hmm. It's not a major subject, I guess. It's just making the news recently. It's because his his new band, Day of Errors, has recently played their first couple shows. Yeah, they played one this past weekend. By the time you hear this, I think it's I think it's tonight. If you're hearing this the day this comes out, and they don't have any, you know, Blabbermouth posted a story that they had videos of, but then it was a video that you couldn't view. It was Taken weird. Down, yeah. So anyway we don't really know how what they what they sound like or how it came off but you know that it's gonna be heavy yeah because Bill Ward when he wasn't with Sabbath is always heavy and it's a three piece and so I'm kind of interested to hear what it sounds like I mean I don't know what do you think it's good to see Bill Ward playing and you know continuing on uh, I'm pretty anxious to hear what these guys sound like and I, I you know I'm sure that uh God, it could be by the time we get done with this, they'll probably have something worked out and you can hear something on YouTube or whatever. Yeah. Or just, you know, because they'll want to get it out. Um, so I'm, I'm glad that he's, uh, he's not, you know, waiting around or whatever. He's just getting out there and doing it. And, um, you know, those pictures they put up, he looks, you know, like he's in better shape. Uh, so, I mean, I'm sure he can, uh, you know, he can hit hard like he always did. And, you know, it just, you know, I, I like I said, it's good that he's he's moving on, and you know, I think, I mean, this is obviously going to get us into talking about Sabbath and should he or shouldn't he be there, and you know, are you going to go see this or that or whatever? And <clears throat> I just, I mean, I saw I saw him with Bill Ward. I saw all four of them. Yeah, uh, I think a couple times. So I'm just, I don't I don't need to go see him again. <laughs> you know, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good, I think. And uh, I think that, you know, I think they should, I, I don't know, I think they should have him back for the last go around. Sorry. They should. Oh, I 100% agree with that. Like, and I've, you know, I've made that statement to people several times. You know, I'll be the first to admit that I said, I don't care if Black Sabbath comes to Tulsa, I'm not going. Yeah. And here I am. I now have tickets. Well, because well, I'm a hypocrite with that. No, there's nothing wrong with that because you know you don't. You, I didn't really well, think that tour was going to come here, so I could say that exactly. <laughs> Once it gets put in front of your face, you're because I did the same thing. I'm like, oh, yeah. you know, you know that would be kind of cool. But I just was like, oh, you know, there's a lot of stuff coming, and you know, I, I've, I've got to save my money for this or that or whatever. And you know, I just that's one I'm going to sit out. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know. But I will say I, I I will enjoy the vibe that that will bring to town, right? To downtown, it'll be like Iron Maiden all over again. Everybody will be at this bar, that bar, and yeah, be you more know. like an event than just a normal show. I'll probably I'll probably go. To, I'll probably you know plop my fat ass at downtown lounge and yeah. soak it in and wait for y'all to get done or whatever <laughs> you know because it's just a fun vibe you know. So plus it's the third to last. Yeah, U.S. show exactly. So, I mean, you know, and, and, and it's cool, and you know, in a way, I get it, but in a way, it just—I wish Bill Ward was there. You know. Yeah, I mean, it just pisses me off because for them to say that they didn't think he could do full shows, and he got Ozzy up there. Come on. 
I know. I you know, know no one wants I me know. to start ripping on Ozzy. I love Ozzy as much as anyone. Well, yeah, but, me too. But this is Ozzy of 2016 is not Ozzy of 1996. Either, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. back in the 90s or the first go around with the reunion, he sounded great. And he doesn't sound horrible now. He just doesn't sound great. Yeah. And well, <laughs> Bill Ward, you know, is going to sound great. I don't care what you say. <laughs> you know, maybe physically, you know, I don't know. That is pretty demanding to go out on tour. It's it the same is. concept with Steven Adler. Maybe they're not bringing him in because you just don't trust that the guy's going to be able to make it. You know? yeah, yeah. And it could be the same thing. Maybe it's just a legality thing and it sucks. And I'm sure Tony and Geezer and probably even Ozzy want him up there. But the powers that be, you know, are just like, this is a liability we don't want to fuck with. Yeah. We know that Tommy's been doing this for years with Ozzy. We know he can yeah. do it. Let's go. So, yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. Nothing against Tommy Clefettos and, you know... I've seen that motherfucker. He can play drums like all day long, like anybody's business. But it just it sucks, and it's like you know, God in '96, Ozzy had bad shows. Yeah, he had good ones, but he had bad ones, and it's just you know, it's just, and it and it almost seems like you know, like if they did their very last show or they did like a hometown show in Birmingham, England. That's oh, the final show. Is that is it? Yeah. See, that's what I thought. That tells you how much I'm paying attention to that. <laughs> But it's like, oh, let's bring Bill Ward back for, you know, if I was Bill Ward, I'd kind of be like, yeah, fuck you. Right. You know, you should have had me here the whole time. Yeah. So it's just, you could go on and on about this kind of deal. You really could. Yeah. What do you do? (laughs) Well, I will say that I'm looking forward to what comes after all this because there's been the rumor that Tony Iommi was going to do something with Tony Martin again after this. And for those that don't know, Tony Martin was one of the few singers between you know the stints of Ozzy being in the band yeah and that you know that's a great album regardless of what anyone else well, thinks it is and pretty much anything Iommi's ever done all those Sabbath albums are great you yeah. know with, with obviously with Dio and then with Glenn Hughes and Tony Martin yeah. and Ray Gillen you know so just check him out if you haven't I'm just hoping he does it and more than that I'm hoping he does something with Glenn Hughes yeah that's what I was about to bring up was it fused? Yeah, How fucking great was that record? Yeah, he did two things with him after the, yeah. the one in '86, then the one in '96 was like the DEP sessions. Yes, and then in 2006, I think was the the fuse thing. Mm-hmm. So last year, I saw someone point out that this year could be the year, but obviously, yeah, they're doing the Black Sabbath reunion stuff, so that's yeah. not happening. But well, and we, you know, if we're talking about that, we cannot forget to mention. The album he did with like a different singer on every song. Oh, that's unbelievable! Like fucking Henry Rollins and Dave Grohl and uh, Peter Steele and Philip Anselmo and Glenn Hughes. Glenn Hughes. I mean, that record is just yeah. Fucking forget about it. That record. I wore that CD out, dude. Oh yeah, wore it out. That was so good. Yeah, absolutely. If you have not heard Iomi, it's just called yeah Iomi. It's like a solo album, but he just uses his last name. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean. uh the the song with Henry Rollins, Laughing Man in the Devil Mask. Yeah. Holy fuck balls, man. <laughs> you have to, you, your ears will be so happy. You have to look that song up, if anything. Yeah. That's just a great record. Yeah. And Ian I, Asbury was on it. That's right. Just such a good record, man. I'd love, man, I'd love if he just did something like that. I don't care what it is. I'm going to see Sabbath in November because Tony Iommi's on stage. Yeah. And I hope that, you know. His health issues are completely under control, and from here on out, he just keeps doing stuff. Yeah, which I'm sure he will. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. You know, I've I've read that you know the tour touring's hard on him. I don't know if he'll tour as much as he used to. 
That's true. You know, um, but he could just on a lot lesser scale. You know, because yeah, Sabbath's obviously true. a huge production, huge scale, long yeah. ass tour. You know, and and you know, uh, you know, I I would want to stay home with that wife of his. <laughs> I want to stay home all day long. Yeah. Yeah, so, I wouldn't even. I'd be like, I can't go on tour. Yeah, I have to stay home with her. <laughs> well, and also maybe we'll get a new GZR album. Hey, there you go. <laughs> you never know. Right. Well, do we got anything else we want to get into before we wrap this thing up? I am. You know, I think we've violated everyone's ears enough. Yeah. You know, <laughs> God bless you if you fucking haven't turned it off yet. Right. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't turned it off yet, you obviously. Weren't completely repulsed, so we've got 71 other episodes you should check out. SoundCloud.com backslash Thunder Underground. We've got several others like this where we just ramble about different topics, play a couple songs. Then, of course, we've got tons of interviews, like we mentioned. Devin Micah, Chris Broderick. We've had on, you know, we've mentioned Thrash. We had on Sid Falk from Overkill. Yeah. And if you're into Thrash, you don't want to miss that. You know, he sat down. We talked to him for three and a half hours and it's a two-part yeah, episode two-parter you know and it's got all kinds of all kinds of great stuff in it from his new stuff to overkill to the stuff with paul diano covers it all yeah we got uh kirk winstein from crowbar and down yeah uh, we've had joey allen from warrant uh reed mullen know, from coc yeah, reed mullen from coc uh, i mean just the list goes on john Oliveris from sons of texas that's right they're coming back here to Tulsa in a few weeks, so you might hear him on again here again. You never know. You never know. You never know what we've got up our sleeve. Yeah. So be on the lookout for future stuff coming. We've got, like I mentioned a couple of times, we've got one with Sam McCaslin coming up soon. We've got one with Scott Bond from Death Grip coming up soon, which is going to be a really good one. And then Mike D. Petrilla from Driver is also on that one. Yes. We've got stuff coming down the line from... Fist of Rage and Crane yeah. Technique, yeah. you know, here in the next month or so. So right. be on the lookout for that stuff as well. TheThunderUnderground.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Periscope, and of course, SoundCloud.com backslash Thunderdash Underground. And we have shirts and koozies for sale. Yes. Merchandising, merchandising, merchandising. Yes. As Mel Brooks would say in Spaceballs. <laughs> TheThunderUnderground at gmail.com. Send us a message. You can do it for anything you want. You could say, hey, you suck. You could say, hey, I love your show. You could say, hey, here's my band. Check it out. You could say, hey, I would love to buy one of those t-shirts. Here's $15. Yeah. So it's that easy. Yeah. You could say, hey, that big bearded guy, can I have his phone number? He's cute. Yeah. I'm sure that's going to happen. Oh, yeah. All the time. <laughs> Actually, I bet I bet the singer from Nervosa heard your review. And now she's going to send an email and said, hey, that big bearded guy, I want a his phone number. Exactly. That's And that's exactly why I said that. I need him to be my tour manager slash uh, tour bus slave. That's right. I'm, I'm not dumb. I'm not dumb. I know what I'm doing. Right. <laughs> so, Nervosa, if you need a t-shirt, email us. That's right. We'll send we'll send you one for free. Yep. Three, we'll send three of them out there for all three of <laughs> you guys. Right. All right. <laughs> Until next time. Thunder Underground, y'all.